Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We are winding down to the last two shows of the year. We have one more left next week, and uh, I am just amazed at how... I can't say this year went fast, because it was definitely a long year, but... (laughs) I can't believe how fast the season is going as far as the ending of the year. That is for sure. And tonight we are going to be talking all about um, the first step of bringing in a great new year, and that is clearing out uh, what's the old stuff and and kind of taking stock. And it's something that, you know, clearly we do. uh, At this time of year anyway, we start to think about, you know, letting go. But sometimes we get super distracted with all of the expectations that we have, um, you know, put upon us with our family obligations and work obligations and getting through the the holiday season. And some of us are lucky enough to feel really excited about the holidays and then others are definitely not excited about the holidays. It brings up all kinds of stuff. Um, You know, we always put ourselves up against the, quote, you know, bucolic, uh, Courier and I standard, and if your family doesn't live up to that standard, a lot of people feel down or bad. You know, there's a lot of people who, uh, uh, you know, have breakups during this time, and you know, some people make up too. And and and, but there's also happy things, engagements. I know my sister is having a baby in the next week or two, so that will be a happy time. But I wanted to go through tonight some of the clearing things that I like to do at the end of the year. Because I think it's really important if you want to focus on manifesting, which next week we'll focus more on that and bringing stuff in for the new year, the most important thing you do when it comes to bringing in the new is letting go of the old, creating that space so that you can have the new stuff come in. So um, tonight we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to do some readings if you guys have questions. So the number to call in for that is three four seven. Two one five nine four eight five three four seven two one five nine four eight five, and um, so we'll get to those in a few minutes. Um, I also know. I think I announced a few shows ago that um, I had an article published in a very uh, popular spiritual magazine called the Sedona Journal of Emergence, which is actually in the newsstand, in the stamps now in Barnes & Noble bookstores. And the what the, that particular magazine is a channeling magazine. It's all the world, you know, world-renowned channels in there. And all of us take our step at, um, for this particular issue, what is going to be coming forward in 2015. So it's a 2015 pred- prediction issue. 
And um, Lee Carroll, who channels Cryon, is in there. And Steve Rother, who channels the group. And a bunch of other ones that are really popular channels and, and very uh, well-known and been around for a long time are all in this magazine. And I channeled a two-page article by, uh, with Mary, Queen of the Angels, who I, the guy that I channel. And so next week, I'm going to be doing a show where I'm going to be sharing uh, what she had to say and expounding on topics from the article. She had a, quite a bit to say about what's going to be happening next year, what's, what's new, what's old, and, and kind of some of the new energies that are coming in. So I'm going to be going through that in our annual Holiday Wishes show. That's our final show of the year. And um, what I'd like you to do is bring your list of things that you want to manifest for 2015. We always do a guided meditation the last show of the year, but we're going to also, you know, go through some of the uh, the the things that Mary talked about in the article and some of the other stuff she's added in since, since I wrote that. Um, so that should be a really fun show, and it'll be our last one for the year, and then we'll start up again right after the new year. And um, we also have some things coming up as well for classes because uh, we have our early bird registration is ending this week for several different things. We have our opening to channel class, which is ahamomentsworld.com forward slash channel. And that's our audio course. Um, There was $100 off on that. So if you'd like to still get that offer, um, please do so by Friday. You want to register for that. And then we have our big manifesting class coming up in um, in uh, in January, and that's a three-part class. Um, we also have our Crystal Camp 3 coming up in January as well, so it's available. And then, of course, we have readings. Um, right now we have two readings, actually just for tomorrow, and then that's it <laughs> for 2014. Uh, if you want to get one of those, it's forward slash buy the C, S-E-A, by the C. Uh, I will, after our break, I will definitely give you the links for the other classes. I just don't have them off the top of my head, but I just wanted to bring that up because the early bird registrations are ending. Um, those prices are ending this week, and uh, and then we'll be moving on to regular price for, for the new year. So very exciting times, a ton of stuff coming up in January for sure. Um, the blog is going to be coming out. We have a new blog uh, and my intuitive living cards. I have a deck of oracle cards. Those have been revised and updated, and uh, and so we'll be releasing those in uh, January as well. So lots of good stuff coming up. Okay. So, again, if you want to call in for a reading, I see you guys are already, as usual, filling up the lines and lining up uh, 347-2159. So let's talk about this clearing because I think it's a really, really important topic, especially, you know, it's the part that is kind of not the fun part, you know. But the first thing that I really think uh, is important is to write your list of, uh, I call them annoyances, (laughs) where just if you go around your house and you look at the various things that are kind of, Stuff you're always stepping over. Yesterday, I did a huge overhaul on my house. I mean, the day before yesterday. No, I think it was yesterday. And I just stayed up until it was done. Because, you know, when you move, you have boxes, right? And the boxes kind of sit, sit, you keep ignoring them. You get overwhelmed and you're tired. And then one day, I just, I personally just plow through. So that's what I did the other day. And I put 
things together that should have been put together two months ago and, you know, and just got everything nice and clean and clear. And, and I realized, I said, wonder where that surge of energy came from because I've been actually quite tired. And I realized that it's my end of the year, kind of my natural instinct to clean out at the end of the year. So there was a ton of, uh, you know, packing stuff and boxes and things that went out to the trash. And it felt really, really good. And when I got up this morning, everything was nice and clean and clear and open. It helped me to start to think about, okay, what, what, what's, what, how do I prioritize all the different things I need to get done? I have a lot of deadlines. I now have a writing deadline. I have to get a manuscript in by January 6th. So I will not be having a terrific Christmas, you know, with <laughs> be working through the holiday for, for sure, getting that done. But in any event, um, now I have the space, you know, because I started to feel overwhelmed. And I was like, why is it that I'm feeling so overwhelmed? And I realized, oh, well, you know, you need to organize your space. Because when you have to go into being hyper-creative, the more clear your space, the easier. And that's really pretty much for for anything. So um, writing a list of what are the things that are bugging you, everything from the button missing on your code to a broken zipper to, um, you know, any kind of uh, things that are out of place, the handle, the doorknob on the, on the uh, you know, on the cabinet that's hanging off, the, the car that needs to be vacuumed up. It, it's time to tackle those things. Because, and, and, and it will help you because these, these things pile up. And, and if you go into your environment and you walk into especially your living space, your bedrooms, your, you know, your, 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 your sacred space, I call it, if you have all those different things that you kind of have to overlook, it's something that you have to overcome. And that's what adds that stress. It adds this kind of subconscious undertone to your day and maybe to your week. And, and it also then is just when you have several of those types of things going on in all the parts of your life, you have those things at work and then you have the things with for your business and then, you know, your various um things around your home or in your car uh, with the kids or whatever, it piles up. And that in and of itself weighs your energy down. You have to block it out. And when you start to block out those types of things, you also block out your intuitive energy and you block out your manifesting energy. So you slow the energy of receiving down. Because you say, oh, well, yeah, I do want that new furniture, but, oh, God, I have to move all this stuff. And then it slows the energy down. Oh, well, when I get the money for the new furniture, then I'll clean all this up. Well, it's going to slow the money coming in down because there's not that. So you're better off taking the old stuff, throwing it out, taking whatever, you know, piles or whatever there, getting rid of them so that you can create that space and that spaciousness because really the physical space is just really opening up energetic spaciousness so that you can receive with with greater ease. Um, so that's like kind of the physical thing. Then there's the energy thing because um, the one of the things I like to do, especially on a, when I'm in this you know overhaul mode, is I I like to take like a week and I just focus on letting go, just that. I'm not focusing on you know, bringing in this and bringing in that and acquiring this and acquiring that. If you focus, even if you do it for 24 hours, 48 hours, it doesn't even have to be, you know, a week long. Um, depends on how many projects you have to do. One of the things you, you want to definitely do is incorporate hot salt baths into your 
regimen as well because that will help you to really clean out. And hot salt baths with um, any kind of mint or pine scent or eucalyptus or lavender and chamomile and lemon, which is a great one for releasing and clearing. Um, those are good. Himalayan salt is very, very good. And if you have, um, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but if you have, you know, looking for more of a protective energy or real detoxing energy from other people, uh, you might want to try some black tea, like make a cup of black tea or a few cups, you know, a pot of black tea, and then put that in the bath water, and that will really clear things out as well. So um, any, but the pine scent in particular, you don't even, and if you don't want the pine in the bath water, you can, you can uh, burn a candle that smells like pine, which is super easy to get this time of year. Um, that is the ultimate cleanser. Okay, it's a really good cleanser. And one of the reasons why people get live Christmas trees, um, I know when I, I'm not, I don't have a tree this year, but um, this is a, thought I was going to run out of time. <laughs> but um, so well, maybe I'll get one in the next couple of days. But in any event, my uh, a pine tree, when you have pine in your house, it literally, if you do have a live tree, you can thank the tree for, you know, sacrificing its life for your Christmas pleasure, but also ask the tree to take out all of the negative energy, all of the heavy energy, kind of like that end of the year clearing of the house and it will it will absorb all that energy it's like a sponge it's amazing what those trees do to the interior of your house so um, you can ask for that kind of energy to be pulled out of the house and honor that tree for you know again giving its life but also for doing that clearing and making a really really powerful time you know symbol of the year and and you know most um in, you know, in agriculture and in, you know, farming cultures and everything, this is a really powerful time of that that releasing, you know, that releasing. The other thing, obviously, you can do, and I know you all already know about this, is you're smudging, where you're burning white sage, dried white sage. Um, you can also burn lavender, which is a great thing to do this time of year. You can burn, um, you know, cedar. Uh, you can also, there's other kinds of incense like Nag Champa, N-A-G-C-H-A-M-P-A. Nag Champa, it's a very powerful incense for raising the vibrational energy of your home so or of your space. You can even do it in the car. And that can do right after you finish smudging. So once you finish smudging, you release all the, make sure you open your windows so all the negative energy leaves the house. But then you want to, um, burn your nag champa. Um, also, having a selenite, a selenite wand, which is a, a long white wand, and you can look it up online if you don't know what it is. Selenite is spelled S-E-L-E-N-I-T-E, selenite. Um, and you can use that to go, you just wave the wand very slowly, like almost like you were using a squeegee, like if you were washing windows, you can just go from top to bottom in your space. And you can even go over your own body with the selenite, and that just sort of smooths out the energy after you smudge. And then you can ring bells, you can play drums, you can clap your hands to move the energy um, in your various corners of your room to help to balance the room 
and to co- continue to clear and to raise the vibration. That's when you want to put your Nachampa on uh, scent. I particularly love the rose scented Nachampa, which you can get. I believe what you can get it on Amazon and um, or Nachampa.com. And then their original scent, not the super hit. Don't get that because it's really, really strong. Um, but the regular Nachampa, they actually even sell that in Whole Foods. Um, so you want to burn a stick of that. And you will feel such a difference. It'll You will feel the energy just, just rise up. Uh, there is something to be said for putting salt in the corners of your room. I know when I moved here, I was feeling really uneasy because there's a new neighborhood, a new state, a new side of the world and all that. And when I uh, did all of this I'm talking about in the house and I put salt in all the corners, it really... Um, it really helped all if the energy started to feel more cocooned and more aligned with with me. Now, super important too, when you're doing a space clearing of any sort, once you clear that room, you want to rededicate the room. So you want to say, okay, this room is dedicated to true love or this room is dedicated to safe, happy family times or this room is dedicated to abundance of money, uh, you know, or whatever that, you know, helpful people, helpful friends, uh, or just whatever it is that you want to dedicate your house to and your rooms to. You want to do that. You want to set that intention because that just sends even more energy in the right direction and it gives your the energy of your home a job, which is a very good thing. Um, and it also keeps you aware of what your intentions are and what you're willing to you know, let come in and what you're not willing to let come in. Um, Okay, so my notes here. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. And then when we come back, we are going to start, start with some readings. Again, if you'd like to call in, you can do that at 347 215 Nine four eight five three four seven two one five nine four eight five. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was looking at my notes and I was like, wait a second. Did I? I have more stuff to talk about. So when we come back, we will do that. I'm Mari. You're listening to the Aha Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. 
To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. We are back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And today we're talking all about clearing for a brilliant new year. And I am excited about this topic. Um, On the break, I just uh, was going through my notes here. And I wanted to, and one thing came in that actually wasn't in my notes. And I love it when I let those little angels have their way. Um, Big things that they want you to know about is, and this is something I have not talked about probably in years, in a long, long time, is that you can actually write, and this is especially good for um, working with other people and clearing with other people. You know, sometimes you just can't go to a person and sit and talk to them or tell them how you feel or or any of that stuff. And um, And also, if you're releasing something and you don't want to bring it up again, you can go to their angels and talk to their angels. So you can take the angels of that ex or, you know, your you know, your coworker or your boss or whatever it is that your family, your in laws, whatever, and you can go to them on your behalf and say, you know, can you please help to ease the situation or help me to release the situation or ask for that person to communicate with you in a healthy uh, a nourishing way, you can actually sit and write a, a letter to their angel. You just entitle it to the le- to the angels of whoever that person is, and um, you can send that letter. But you know, you can just burn it, or you know, which sends it into the ethers, or just put it. You know, close it up in your notebook and just envision it going into like a balloon or a bubble. And just traveling to the to their angels and seeing two angels come and lift it and take it with them and move on. And you will it's amazing how number one, it helps you to release. It just helps you to put it in the hands of something greater than you know, something in a better position to get the job done than you are. I don't want to say greater than you, like you're inferior. 
but something give you it gives you an opportunity to to let something move away without the stress and drama and trauma of of tackling it face to face. And a lot of you know sometimes the face to face is a good idea, but a lot of times you're just not in that position, or you just don't want to, um, you know, to to do it in that way, or you can't. You know, sometimes somebody's passed away, and you need to feel energy that way. Um, but this is really um, really important for you to consider only because the heaviness, uh, dragging any kind of heaviness um, forward, especially in this new manifesting energy, is really, um, it, it's not advisable just because everything is so amplified on the grid. And actually in my opening to Channel 2 class, which we're starting in January, two-dimensionality and how um, our current you know, our current lifetime, how we are operating our regular waking state, but then also how we can pull in energy from other versions of ourselves. They call them doppelgangers or other, you know, other versions of ourselves that kind of, that exist simultaneously. And when we have this heaviness that we're so like kind of attached and consumed with our own physicality, we lose a lot of access and awareness of, other options for ourselves, other vats of solutions that are out there, uh, because we start spinning in the, the personality, in the in the world, in the egoic world that we're in. We just start to spin in our, you know, in our in kind of like this uh, in our rut, and all of the other options for us are kind of are blocked. So, the letter to someone else's angels. You know, of course, you can write a letter to your own angels and, and put that out there as well, and I highly suggest that. But writing to someone else's angels really, really can can lighten the load and release things quite nicely. So you might want to consider doing that. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started with some readings. Again, if you want to call in, the number is 347-215-9458. <laughs> Excuse me. Five. All right. So the first person we are going to talk to tonight is Carol in Virginia. Hello, Carol. How are you? Hi, Mari. I'm well. Well, you know, I'm calling in, so I'm not perfect, but um, <laughs> uh, but but I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How can I help you tonight? Well, you're clutter, right? Old stuff. Right. Uh, books, emails, even old readings, magazines, things. I have so much stuff, and it it, it has been weighing me down for a long time. Um, But in the very act of it weighing me down, I can't do anything about it. And my brain, the the things I do are so, such minutia compared to what I see. And I, I feel the... There are things I want to do, but I can't get past all these old things. Um, and it's just exhausting. Some of it might be furniture that I can't physically move myself, or I'll start to get rid of something, and then a family member will say, no, don't get rid of that, I want it, but they don't live nearby. Um, it's been, I, you know, I, I feel like it's, I must, I'm hoisting myself in my own petard somehow, but I sure would like... Any angelic guidance to help me because I I don't like this and it's 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 it gets to the point of being 
awfully debilitating. What's your attachment to the stuff? So there, I think it's not so much the stuff. I think it that what the fear, where the fear is, is on the other side of the stuff. Like, what are you going to do with the spaciousness that when you release the stuff is going to be there? And that's the part where, um, you know, we have a tendency to like our edges. So, and I'm the same way. I, you know, I go through that too. It's now I'm the, you know. <laughs> To like our edges, did you say? Like yeah. the edge of We have something. to like our edges. Our edges are our personal definitions of ourselves. So okay. if you have this definition of I'm heavy and things are cluttered and I have so much going on and I can't get rid of the stuff and I you know that's a negative spin, but it's a comfortable spin because it keeps you walled in. Now if you envision your life completely free of the clutter and you know, what's on the other side of that? Like what what is it? that if you had no clutter whatsoever and everything was organized in a good space, what is it that you would be doing with your time? Is that an actual question? Yeah. Or is it, yeah. Okay. Um, I would be writing, probably. I would be writing. And and there there's a big question, more like, like, what the heck would I be doing? Oh, my God. There, there it is. There, yeah. And but that I, makes you hold on okay. to the stuff. And and so the guidance is to for is twofold. One is you know you know anybody can tell you to you know break your projects down into small bite sized chunks and get rid of something each day and do it in fifteen minutes a day and all that kind of stuff. What I would suggest is that you jump over this clutter thing and you start to work on the courage to do the thing that you really want to do, which is the writing and and whatever all those things are in that grouping. And that will, and you know, and start to get a little bit further into what's going to happen once this clutter is out. Because a lot of people have clutter phobia, where they hold on to the stuff because the stuff on the, you know, the spaciousness on the other side, the unknown on the other side, releases, has no edges to it. Our edges are our definitions of ourselves. So when I say edges, that's what I mean. And so... When you say, when you, how are you going to describe yourself when you're completely organized and, you know, don't have any of this clutter? And I know for, for myself, you know, just this big move this year, I got rid of so much stuff. Oh, my gosh. And there was a time when I was completely, I had, you know, I was pretty much homeless because I didn't have a place to live yet. And I was staying with a friend. And all my stuff was in boxes on the other side of the country. And you talk about space. I mean, the world was my oyster, right? You know, you have, like, space. And it, and it was the most uncomfortable feeling, way more uncomfortable than you would ever think. You think, I know I thought it was going to be, like, glorious. And it was so far from glorious, I can't even begin to tell you. So the the point is that you want to start to make peace with the, the um, anticipation of what you're going to do on the other side of that. And then when you start to make peace with that, you'll start to get excited about it, and the clearing process will become a lot easier. Uh, you really, I think you're very clear on how to, to get organized and how to clean out. And, then, you know, you can call the Salvation Army if your family can't go and get those things, and, the, you know, the, vet, the veterans or got junk or whatever. I mean, that's the easy part. It's the emotions around the clutter that I think is, is what's getting you. And I really and it's really feel very strongly like it's your fear of the other side of it that's holding you back. So 
I want to make sure I understood my guidance correctly. I I understood the under, I understand the understanding of it. Um, but the guidance is to start working on the things that I'm not working on, or the guidance is yes. to visualize what's on the other side, or is it both? I, because I'll, I will get hung up in the details, and if I if I think I don't understand the details, I'll hang on to the being stuck. Um, so I want to make sure I actually understand you. Get very clear on what it is you want to accomplish when all everything is is when you're clutter free. And whatever those things are that you want to accomplish, ask yourself, what is it about these things that I really want to accomplish that scares me? Okay. And as you ask that question, focus on releasing the fear of those things and getting excited about what's possible on the other side of the clutter. Then you can go back and tackle getting rid of the clutter because what's keeping you attached to it um, is the fear of the emptiness on the other side of it because you know what things should go to this relative and what things should get thrown out. This pile shouldn't be there and that pile shouldn't be there. You know all of that. But what you don't know is, okay, once all that's done, what what's next? And you can't know what's next until you get there, but you can start planning for it and you can also start to ask for healing around fear of a clear self. Because a that is very, and that's a, a clear self, meaning uh, you know having a clear environment. Um, I know for myself, once I cleaned out my house yesterday, all I have facing me is a manuscript that has to get done. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's no joke because this is the final stage of it. This is where I actually hand it to the publisher. I'm not selling them a book proposal anymore. It's the actual manuscript, and then it comes back with all of their corrections and changes and criticisms and everything else. So it's a really hard stage of the book process. Right. So all the clutter was keeping me pretty ingrained in, okay, I'll get to the manuscript tomorrow, I'll get to it next week because I need to clear and I'm, I'm too cluttered, I'm too cluttered. And then I finally said, you know what, you're getting close to your deadline, you've got to get on with it. What's bugging you so much? You know, so now... Yeah, the only thing that's sitting across me right now, and I can see it on the other side of the house, is the manuscript sitting on my desk waiting, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. um, so that's what I'm saying is that if you are in a state where you're afraid of your clutter, it's not really the clutter that you're afraid of, it's what's on the other side of it, and that's the part you want to ask for guidance and healing on. And that would be so the I hope same that's Yeah, and would that explain why when I look at the clutter, it's as though my bra- I go brain dead? My discernment yeah. goes away. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't just start, you know, taking out a, ba- a garbage bag and throwing stuff out. You should do that. But it'll make it more palatable for you emotionally if you can start to also focus on, you know, what is it that's on the other side of this. Because either that's going to get you excited or it's going to get you scared. It'll probably get you a little bit of both. I mean, I'm excited the book is going to be published, and I'm also scared that the book is going to be published. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just a double-edged sword. But you have to pick, you know, pick your where you're going to choose to focus. And one way or the other, it has to get done. So, okay. go book conquer. All right? Thank you so very much. Sure I think so. So welcome. All right. Take care. Have a great night. Okay. Next, we have Anna in Tennessee. Hi, Anna. Hello, Mari, and thank you for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I am one um, 
in the process of co-creating and everything you named at the beginning of the show, vacuum the car, car put a, a button on my coat, that's me, but um, I'm in the process <laughs> of co-creating <laughs> and I am starting the forgiveness process and my spiritual development. How energetically do you see that working for me? Um, it's really important, and your guides are saying this. It's first of all, there's two angels that you can call on to help you with that. One is yeah. Archangel Archangel Uriel U R I E L. Uh huh. And the other is Archangel Jeremiel. So it's oh. Jeremy with the E L on the end, and. Oh. Jeremiel and and those two angels. One Archangel Uriel is for helping with forgiving and letting go and releasing, um, and Archangel uh, Jeremiel is for emotional healing. So helping to soothe the the feelings of any kind of anger and you know that stuckness around unforgiveness and whatnot. So it does feel like you're forgiving. However, one of the things they're cautioning you about is what does forgiving actually look like on the other side of it? Because mm-hmm. they don't want you to have the expectation that you're going to go and be, after this forgiving process, there's going to be this clear road where you're going to feel like you can just, you want to be with these people or anything like okay. that. That it's okay to forgive and then just let it be an empty, finished, completed thing. Absolutely. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. So it feels like you're on the right track, and I think those two angels will definitely help to boost things for you, and also kind of create that ease around the anxiety. Because you know, forgiving people is, brings a lot of anxiety, especially if you feel like they really did you wrong, or they're just, you know, yeah, it's a okay. heavy. It, it definitely, you know, that now, and that's a type of clutter too. When you're in that kind of zone, what it creates if you don't do it which I know you are working on it, but if this is just for the audience at large, if you don't do the forgiveness work, a lot of times it implodes and turns into depression because you start to turn on yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and that's the heavy and that's the clutter energy. And then that translates into physical clutter. Physical clutter is almost always reflection mm-hmm. So, and putting yourself on hold. So... Um, I I know I said to myself the other day when I was cleaning out my house, I said, you have to stop moving now. I've been moving for a year. You have to stop moving and to start living. So mm-hmm. that's why I need to get the boxes out of the house. Because there was a pile here and a pile there, and okay, I'll get to But it kept me in the, I come down the stairs each morning, I'm like, oh, you know, you still feel like you're moving in instead of living here. You know, mm-hmm. and when I finally had, you know, the sofa slip covers back on and the boxes out the house and I came out today it was like oh I live here <sighs> so that in my own head cleared you know so for you what I'm saying is that as you're doing this forgiveness work look on the other side again like the other girl look on the other side of that and how is it that you want to live and the more you can do fix the buttons and the closets and all that stuff the better because as you're forgiving and letting go, that's creating huge, you know, emotional space. Mm-hmm. And then your physical and mental well-being will be helped tremendously by cleaning out, you know, the rest of it. 
And oh, one of the okay. other things, I'll just one of the other little tidbits too. When you have a lot of you know physical clutter, we have a tendency to judge ourselves with that. It's like, oh, you hear your mother's voice. Oh, why do you have all that? You know, you need that button back on your coat. You know, you know, <laughs> it's kind of in the, in the back of your mind. So that also kind of lowers your self esteem a little bit. Oh, okay. so just. Uh, I'm Hopefully also that for, yeah. I'm also looking for a new residence, and I think that will help me live a little bit of the zing life. Do you see that happening soon? Um, I would say by the late spring, early summer, you'll start to be in that zone. Mm-hmm. Uh. I would just keep going down the path you're going, and I think the way will definitely be made. You know, the more you get rid of, the, you know, you're creating that space, so there, it definitely feels like something more towards the late spring, early summer. Okay. Thank you, Marie. All right. You're so welcome. Have a great night, and happy holidays you, to you. Thank you, and happy holidays. Thank you. Okay. So next we have... Laura in New Jersey. Hi, Laura. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. What's your question? I I'm looking for another job. My contract is ending this well in a couple weeks, and mm-hmm. I was wondering if any of the jobs that I've been applying for are going to come through, or if there's mm-hmm. something else out there that I haven't applied yet for. As you were asking the question, I heard, yes, there's definitely one of the ones that you um, applied for. Actually, it feels like two that you applied. How many did you apply for? Four or more? Oh, I, uh, probably about four or more. I've been applying. I just applied today for another contract. It's a one-year contract. And then there's a two-year contract, and there was a permanent job. And I've been applying a lot for a lot of different companies. There is a two-year contract I would really like to get, but for some reason, um, the phone interview hasn't taken place yet, and that's been that's been something I've been working on since before Thanksgiving, and I still haven't wow. gotten that phone interview. So I don't know if that's yeah. going to happen or not. Well, two, two of the ones that you've already applied for will come through, so you'll have some options. Um, as far as on the other side of the new year, I think this other one, the two-year one, for some reason that feels like a budget situation around that, and it doesn't feel like it's, it would pan out to be the way they're presenting it. So I wouldn't chase that down too hard, although I do think you'll get the phone interview on the other side of the new year. Okay. But even though they're saying a two-year contract, I don't know if they're going to have the budget for a full two years. It doesn't feel, there's something that feels unstable about that one. Hmm. So okay. just you know, just keep that in the back of your mind. Of course, always use your own judgment, your own free will. But um, but yeah, I would I would focus on more importantly designing in your own head what it is you really want. And you're kind of caught right now in the panic of okay, something's ending and I've got to replace it. Still, yeah. even in that that state. Try to take some time because you've done the best you can with the physical action of applying. Try to now take some time with, okay, I've got myself covered on a worst-case scenario basis, but what is it that I really, really desire? And you'll start to see things bubble up for you in a much better way. Because part of the delay 
is the fact that none of this, you don't really have an emotional connection to to much of this other than, okay, it'll, I think I'll be safe for another year. Well, you know? I would like a permanent job. I've applied to a couple, well, a few companies for a permanent position. Do you see anything permanent coming up or is it more going to be more like another contract? It really depends on your energy and where you put your foot down with the energy. You're actually creating all of this energetically. It's it's so so if if you if you really want a permanent job, then focus on what it is you're going to be doing in that job and the contribution you're going to make in that job. Go beyond the do I get the job or not get the job. Get get into the how am I going to feel when I have that ideal job. And focus your energies there. And then you'll see things configure much better. What you're doing is leaving it to fate and, you know, throwing stuff against the wall and hoping something sticks. And that really is just using your energy against yourself because your energy is still creating all of it. So you might as well say, okay, I'm going to be more deliberate about this and write down exactly what you want, almost like the boyfriend list and how women write down what they want in a man. Write down what you want in a job. And focus on that. And if you want it to be a permanent job, then focus on that. And if you know how, what you want your hours to be, what kind of work you want to do, you know what kind of contribution you want to make, and how much money you want to make, and focus on that. And then start to look for the jobs that match that. You know, and they'll come to you. Actually, you know, it will create in the energy. But I think what's happening is. You're not getting anything definitive because you're not being definitive. You're kind of like, okay, whatever I can get, but maybe I could, maybe I could get a permanent, but I better do, you know, do this, maybe try that. Get deliberate with what your focus is, and you'll see that you'll, you'll, the combination of all the physical action you're taking, which is terrific, and then you actually think where you want the car to drive. It's like being in a limousine and not telling the driver where to go, just saying drive. Oh well, maybe I'll get there. Well, you know. You're in the limo. Great. Now tr- tell the driver where to go. You're, you're in the right direction. I do think you're going to have a couple of offers, and I think you're going to have some choices. Um, you know, certainly some of the stuff you've already applied for, as far as a permanent job, you can definitely create that. I would just be more deliberate about it. And that's the big lesson in all this, is having the courage to be deliberate about what you want. So I hope that's helped. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. Okay, next we have um, Jody in Oregon. Hi, Jody. Oh, hi. Thank you for taking my call. I have this question like clutter, rage, and fear. I feel like I'd love to travel, but I'm terrified of it, and Clutter is also my business. I buy and sell vintage stuff. And just this attachment to things and then not knowing what they sell for, I just feel this dense inertia. And it makes me enraged, too. Okay, so what's the question? What do I do to get through it? And how do I better understand it? And how do I i maybe letting go of this fear. I'll focus on that. I would love to travel, and I just get so afraid of flying. So the fear, I think that might be at the root more of everything. How do I, how do I not have fear? Um, 
I, that, see, the thing is, you're telling me, you're kind of like dumping a lot of things and I'm not quite sure exactly what you're trying to get to. Like, are you asking about how do I stop feeling enraged or are you asking about how do I get over fear of flying? I'm, I'm sorry, I just, I just need a little more clarity. Yeah, I, I would, I guess I would focus more on the fear that's keeping me, that keeps me from doing things like this, this intense fear that can be paralyzing. Yeah. Well, okay. So as far as the fear of flying and everything, I mean, I think that that's a fairly legitimate thing at this point because there's so much going on with the airlines and everything like that. So a lot of people are not, you know, there's a cautiousness that, that is a prudence that you want to definitely have. But there's plenty of ways to protect yourself when you fly. You know, um, you can always call on, you know, angels and, and God, guidance to uh, the Archangel Raphael is a great angel to call on when you're traveling and ask him to be a part of the, you know, the flight, take care of your bags and everything else. Um, it feels to me, though, that this goes kind of deeper. And yes, what about, definitely. What a, and, and, and that's like way bigger than a one-minute reading on a radio show. But, um, yeah. but what I would say is um, there's a it feels to me like this fear of flying is more symbolic of your own fear of personally flying, and that's what hmm. the angels are saying is this fear of flying if you rise up again you know again the physical world is symbolic of every of your energetic thoughts of what you're focused on energetically, and hmm. the question you might want to start asking is, why am I afraid to fly? But not so much. It's not just flying; it's traveling too. Like being in another country, just afraid of my safety. It's like more than just flying, in, in general, even more than that. But yes. Yeah, and like I said, it's too big for today. But yeah. What What I would say is the question to ask is. Well, first of all, I think you might want to have some akashic record work done, and some past life regression work done because it definitely what I'm what they're just saying to me now is there's a there's a past life situation that's sort of in the way and normally I actually don't say that kind of thing because a lot of people get, get caught up in past lives and they never want to move forward but for you it feels like there's kind of like a like almost like a, a toothpick getting the meat out of the back of your teeth there's like this plug that needs to be unplugged and it's going to be a much a big release for you so hmm. I would I, I would actually focus. I'm just trying to think of that one. Um, you might want to get in touch with uh, Hope Fitzgerald. She's a, a practitioner who works with crystal balls and the infinity waves. Um, she's been on our show um, in the past. Hope Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. You can you can um, if you Google Hope Fitzgerald infinity wave. I think it's infinitywaves.com. But you'll see her. She's based out of Massachusetts. She does phone sessions. She's phenomenal. She's been on my show several times. And um, I think she would be a really great practitioner for you to work with. Also, Karen Abram could really help you to get rid of that fear. She's she's divine. uh, uh, Oh, gosh, she does a class with me called Divine Abundance. But if you look up Karen Abram. um, Where is she out of? Theta theta Healing. Um, Theta Healing, I think it's Theta... She does Theta Healing, and Karen okay. Abrams is in California. She's in Los Angeles. Hope oh, Fitzgerald okay. is in Massachusetts. 
And both of okay. them do phone sessions, and um, both of them are phenomenal with the type of thing you're going to. Also, Rudy Hunter, you might want to look into some of his work as well, rudyhunter.com. Oh, okay. All right. Great. I think that's yeah, thank you. definitely help you with some of that. And I wish you all the best and have an amazing holiday season. Thank you. You too. No, thanks. Talk to you soon. Take care. Okay. And next we have Janet in Massachusetts. Hi, Janet. Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? Okay. I'm good. Um, I'm just, I'm calling because I have started to clear some clutter, um, but one of the issues that is a sort of a, a little bit of a block is that I'm working on a lot of different projects at the same time, and what happens is I'm not a person that can put things in closed cabinets or cubbies that have thought of mind. I have that kind of brain where I have to see it to remember it. I have to do the same thing with bills to pay and things like that. Um, so that's what creates a lot of the clutter for me. And I've tried to function different ways. I've cleaned it up and put it away. And I literally can't function. Like I forget about things and my life doesn't run. So I don't know how right. to get around that, you know, how to have like minimal clutter to be able to function but also still have some clear spaces. So that's my question is if you tap into that, what guidance do you have that might be helpful to... um you know, be more functional, but also have some clearing. Hmm. Well, it, it feels to me like this is going to sound like a very practical thing, but having a, a a quick consultation with a professional organizer to help you with that as far as your physical arranging of things will be very helpful for you. Because it, it sounds okay. like there's like probably some tools like, like the container store or whatever. Uh, Janine Thompson, uh, if you Google her, she's in Durham, North Carolina. She does phone consults. And um, you might want to talk to her because she's spiritual and she's, uh, you know, it has the energetic part, but she also is, you know, she's a professional organizer. She's actually on a TV show very regularly in the North Carolina area on FDC, and she she would be a good person for you to talk to as far as the actual physical arranging of things, so you can kind of have that, I can see it, but I'm not consumed by it kind of feeling in your space. Um, okay. Like, you know, with plastic bins, see-through bins, and things like that, so you can actually see what, what's there, but without it being, like, out in the open eye. Um, yeah. As far, as far as your, the energy around that, though, it feels to me like um, you're kind of at the tail end of it, 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 the, the big word that just came in from your guides, from your angels, is the word trust. And trusting um, comes a lot of times from not being able to see what it is that you really, uh, what's there for you, but knowing okay. that it's there. And so... Okay. Um, one of those things, and Karen Abrams is probably another, you're probably another good candidate for Karen, um, like the other gal. But there are some, if you do some clearing work around trust, and trust that it's just because you can't see it, doesn't mean that it's not there or that you can, you know, that you'll forget. That's a okay. very symbolic thing energetically. Okay, um, that's very helpful. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it, and I think once you get down to the bottom of that, it's, it's so amazing how, how our physical lives mirror those little energy things, you know. I think that that's going to give you a lot of expansive space to jump forward from. And, yeah, and okay. your guides, your angels are definitely saying trust. Archangel Michael is super mm-hmm. helpful. And um, there's, there's a goddess named Callie, K-A-L-I. Okay. She's the goddess of organization and procrastination. She's phenomenal to ask for um, help. That's for everybody on the call, but, uh, you know, on the show. But uh, Callie is, a, is great for that. And Archangel Michael will help you to feel safe. And that will okay. help you to and that'll help with that trust. Help. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yeah. The trust is a big yes, one. Yes, very helpful. Thank you so much, Mari. Happy holidays. Uh, you're so welcome. And happy holidays to you as well. All right. Well, that was that was good stuff. I tell you, you guys, thanks for calling in and asking about the uh, clearing that. And this is really important because as we're, um, you know, going into next week when we start to, when we do the manifesting, I hope what you'll do this week is take, you know, a hot salt bath. Uh, get yourself some lavender, get it from the grocery store, get yourself some chamomile flowers, get that from the grocery store, put a you know, a half cup of lemon juice in the water and take a nice soak and just see yourself releasing. You can even write a list of what you're going to release with that particular bath. I would say, so that you prevent a big healing crisis, that you might want to do it in stages. So if you've got a lot to release, let's say you want to release, you know, in-laws and relatives, in one bath and then ex-boyfriends or girlfriends in another bath or, you know, feelings of unworthiness. And see, that's the other thing. When we're talking about releasing, it's not just clutter. It's also feelings about ourselves because that ultimately is what it all trickles back to. So feelings of unworthiness, feelings of trust, lack of trust, feelings of inadequacy, any kind of feelings of fear of the unknown, fear that we, we don't have connection to our guides, those are the types of things that we want to um, pray for when we're talking about this type of releasing, okay? And it's very easy, you know, it's just like when we talk about manifesting, a lot of times we're worried about the house, the car, and the new boyfriend, or the new, you know, you know husband, or the, whatever, whatever material things you want. But one of the better things to pray for, and I've learned this, especially this year, is to pray for things by feeling worthy of receiving these bigger things. Uh, feeling spaciousness so that you can expand. Praying for better creativity, more creativity. Praying for alignment. Praying for clearer guidance and focus. Uh, praying for opportunity as opposed to, I have to have this job and that. Because you know, one of the things that's happened when we, we got so caught up in the manifesting of the secret and everything as a lot of the practitioners who are teaching about manifesting, they got so specific and said you had to be so specific down to the time and every single little thing, detail of what you wanted. And that got people really stuck because we can't think further than what we've experienced. And if you haven't experienced all that much, it's really hard to think big or bigger than where you've been. So you want to start to create, uh, to, to pray for the willingness and the ability to ask for stuff you can't even imagine yet, that type of thing. We're going to talk about that next week on next week's show. But um, for today, we're going, to, we're going to end with that. Focus on the releasing and enjoy your baths of smudging and clearing. And we will be back same time 
and same place next week. And I'll be doing a talking about our channeling with Mary, Queen of the Angels, as well as our holiday wishes meditation. So I will end today with motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. See you next week. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.